Hello, hello, and welcome to In My Shoes. It is a podcast for women of color where we talk about the issues that we're facing on a daily basis. We tell our stories here, y'all, and I'm your host, Karen Davis Thompson, and this is a solo episode. Hey, y'all, hey. Um, It's been a minute since we've been solo on the mic. I hope that you enjoyed in the month of March getting to know my accountability partners. I love them dearly, and it was really exciting to let that episode hang out there so you guys could get to know each of them individually. Um, But I promised that I was going to um, give you guys a little bit of info on what's been going on with me and in honor of Autism Awareness Month, which you you guys know my baby girl is on the spectrum. I'm going to give you an update on her as well. And I'll end with just a little bit of advice for those of you who may be new on the autism journey about things that you might be able to do uh, as you navigate uh, this new normal for you and your family. So first, a little bit about me. I won't get into a lot of detail, but we went on a vacation with my sugar mama. You guys know I have a niece new to the family. She's only two. So she's uh, two years old. So she's our baby girl. And we took her on a trip. And on the last night, y'all, y'all girl fell. I'm not even going to get into specifics. It was not my fault. And I have jacked up both knees. I feel like an old woman. And so as a result... I have begun to embrace um, my tennis shoes, y'all. I have gotten them in different colors, styles, because that's what I'm going to be rocking for a minute. Uh, And the night that we got back, I was in the bed, ice on both knees, trying to get my life. And my mom, I looked down, I had fallen asleep uh, because we got back from our trip and I went to the um, emergency urgent care orthopedic and did all that. So I'm asleep and trying to, you know, get some rest. And I happened to look down at my phone and my mother had called me a few times. My sister had called and I'm thinking, oh, Lord, what's going on? And my daughter had gone on this trip as well. Mother called me and said that she was currently on her way to the hospital because my child had been hit by a car. And I don't mean a little scrape. I mean, she was banged up a gash on her leg that, oh, y'all took about. 15 stitches and about 17 staples, two or three staples in my child's head. I mean, she was, she was in a way. And so I had to jump up, get my husband. Well, I wasn't jumping up, but I got up, got my husband and we go out to my mom first FaceTimed me. She FaceTimed me when she got to the hospital and my child had a neck brace on blood. It, it, it was not anything a parent wants to see. And so I uh, got up and we went to the emergency room. We were there till about three in the morning while they ran a bunch of tests. God is good. She had a lot of scrapes, bumps, bruises. Um, But except for the gash and the staples, the two or three that had to be put in her head, she really did not have any internal injuries, no internal bleeding. Um, Looking at her that night, I I just didn't know what they were going to tell me. Um, No whiplash or anything on her neck. And so... Um, the police officer came by to talk with us. And this is something to know if you are new on the autism journey is that everybody on the spectrum is different. And for my daughter, communication is difficult and you never really know what's going on in her head. So we don't think that she was exactly where she claims to have been when this accident occurred. We are thinking that she may have thought that if she said, hey, I was crossing and it wasn't at a crosswalk, that perhaps she was going to be in some sort of trouble because the person hit her and left. So they did not stay. It was a hit and run. And where the uh, ambulance was called 
and you know that location where they found her the ambulance and where she claimed to have been crossing the street or at the crosswalk it was a two or three block difference and in the condition she was in the police thought unless the adrenaline was surely pumping there's no way she would have been able with the gash and her head and all of that to be able to walk that far and so uh, we probably will never know what happened so communication for her is difficult and uh, she isn't always as aware of what's going on around her and so she did say a couple of days later that um, she admitted that she uh, was looking down at her phone and so if she crossed where she shouldn't have been and she wasn't paying attention um, there you have it now the person having said that obviously should not have left the scene uh, but you never know what's going through her head so you don't know um, what you're going to get out of her. And if you ask too many questions, she gets frustrated and she shuts down. So she was here with us for about two weeks. I wanted her to at least stay until the stitches and the uh, staples were out of her leg to make sure that it was healing properly. She would not have been able to care for that on her own and to make sure that she knew what to do and that it was looking like it was healing when they took everything out. And uh, we had some rough moments, y'all. As you know, um, my daughter has other diagnoses, which, you know, put, put all that together and whew, um, it, it can be rough. But she, um, you know, there were times when she wanted to get up and go somewhere. Um, and so after a few days, I took her because uh, I'm working during all of this. I work from home trying to do my own uh, recuperating with my own injury. Um, but I needed to uh, run up to a, a, a local store for my on my lunch break. Maybe we were going to be gone, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Y'all, she was so tired when we got back, she could barely <laughs> sit up. And so um, it was a lesson she needed to know your body is still healing from what happened. And so you can't just get up and go. Um, she got hit late at night. It's like her mind just told her, I want to go to the gas station and get a soda or whatever at, you know, 11 something at night. And not only do we worry about um, accidents like this one, but sex trafficking is real. You know, somebody could pick her up. And I won't know what happened to her. Um, and so getting her to understand that is difficult. Um, she wants to be on her own, even though there are parts of that that are still hard for her to navigate. Uh, and so uh, she's better. Praise God. She did stay at least until the stitches were out. But, ooh, y'all, the second they were out. So my husband, <laughs> she wanted some smoothie drink. Like, so the night before, she wanted us to go like 8 o'clock to try to run to the mall to get this smoothie so I'm like, pumpkin, can't we get this tomorrow or whatever? Okay, mommy. So my husband takes her the next day and she got upset because she said that he dropped her off on one side of the food court and the smoothie place was on the other side. So that meant she was going to have to walk across the food court. Now we're talking about a regular mall, like this ain't Mall of America <laughs> where it's going to be miles for you to get from one side of the food court to the next, right? We're talking maybe two minutes to walk from one side to the other she calls me all irate and I don't know what he's trying to do I'm just gonna get a lift and go home so he's waiting for her to come out of the store with her smoothie and um, she refused to get in the car and got a lift and got home and then she texted me and said I'm home mommy love you like nothing um, she did text a few times asking about the wound and oh, is it supposed to look like this? And it healed fine. Of course it was itching a little bit. She didn't know what to do about that. Um, and that's been about, gosh, this was early February. So, um, we're almost two months out from the accident 
and uh, thank God that physically she seems to be fine. Um, they do not have any leads on who hit her. And the officer was quite honest with me that with the limited information she was able to provide, they were not confident or um, optimistic that they would be able to find any more information. Um, and so that's where we are with her. She is still struggling to understand um, certain things about adulting that she just does not like. And I am still her crutch when she doesn't know what to do or she's, uh, you know, put herself out there. Now things aren't going the way she wanted them to go. So mommy gets the phone call or text. Um, and that will probably always be uh, the way for us with baby girl. But uh, be that as it may, she is um, doing fairly well. Still not on her medicine. Um, and all things considered, she is hanging in there. <laughs> and um, so just to give a bit of background as I um, give a little bit of advice for those of you who may be either new on this journey or you may be wondering if your child will ever be able to navigate the world um, as as most adults do, you know, as most children do once they become adults. So it took a while for my daughter to get her diagnosis. And um, it's been a rough road. Uh, she is female, and so um, it is seen more prevalent in boys than girls, so that was part of the issue. Uh, she is not typical of what, at that time, before they just called it all a spectrum disorder, it was either autistic or Asperger's, right? That was kind of like the two buckets. Uh, but we have since learned and um, we now understand that you can be on the spectrum and have, um, you know, in many facets, some are great at communication in terms of their vocabulary. Some speak very little. Some are able to get married, keep jobs. Uh, some are not. And uh, it, it's going to be a long process. Um, but I encourage you to get to know your child. Um, read. That's always important. Get information, join support groups, but know that your autism journey is not going to be the same as the person sitting next to you. Um, I have a good friend whose son is also on the spectrum and he and my daughter have the same diagnoses, but they're, or when I say diagnoses, so she's uh, on the spectrum and they call it pervasive developmental disorder. And um, that was the term given because they felt like she acts like she's on the spectrum, but some of the typical things, you know, remember they always talked about, uh, no eye contact, which she's horrible at. Um, but other things that they thought you would see with somebody on the spectrum, she did not exhibit, but there were other ways that she did exhibit. And so that is what um, her diagnosis was. Her son has the same diagnosis, but their um, symptoms, if you will, um, or the way that they react on the spectrum are completely different. And so we can um, commune because we're both on this journey, but her walk is not going to mirror mine, nor will it mirror the next person. Each child on the spectrum is different. So I encourage you to um, do a lot of research if you're looking for a place for encouragement. One person that I really admire is Holly Robinson Pete. Uh, as you know, her son, her oldest was diagnosed with autism and there were a plethora of things they told the family he would never be able to do um, and he has uh, surpassed almost all of those things he drives now my baby girl no ma'am no sir we will not be driving a car at least if I got anything to do with it 
but he drives, he keeps a job. Um, he's very capable of expressing how he feels. And so um, she is really an inspiration when you look at what her son has been able to do. And I know it may be difficult. She's Holly Robinson Pete, so she may have access and funding that the rest of us don't necessarily have. But there are things that are available to you depending on the state you live in. Um, I encourage you to look at applied behavioral analysis. It's a type of behavioral therapy that could be helpful for your child. So just know that there are resources and that there is hope. Um, don't allow the diagnosis to bring you down to where you feel like, oh my God, this means my son or daughter will never be able to do X, Y, and Z. Because that's not necessarily true. I've met people, uh, we've done a few articles where I work um, on autism awareness. We honor that month every year. And when we do the articles, people talk about, oh, my daughter or son was able to graduate. Um, my, you know, she got married, he got married, he has a great job, she has a wonderful career. And so um, while they may always need some assistance because they may process information differently, it doesn't mean that they cannot be successful. So um, what I experienced with my child, don't let that be a, oh my gosh, that's what my life is going to be. Because that's not necessarily the case. And I had to learn to embrace wherever she is and whatever um, stage of life she's in. Because um, this is who God has made her to be. And he has made me to be the help that she needs, to be the mom that she needs. And so obviously we speak to women on this podcast. And so if you're a mom of a baby with autism and either you're just getting your diagnosis or maybe you're just in a down season, I just encourage you to remember that you are the parent that your son or daughter needs. And that is the child that you need. My daughter is the daughter I was supposed to have. And your son or daughter is the one that you were to have. Uh, and nobody could be the mama like I can be to her. And no one can be the mama to your babies like you can be. Uh, because this is what you were made to do, even in the times when you feel, and trust me, Ooh, I've had some times where I felt like I just don't know if I'm cut out for this right here. <laughs> right? I've, I've, I've thought that. Um, and it's okay. And if you know, that's part of why I started this podcast, because I wanted to be able to say out loud. Today is one of those days where she's getting all over my nerves and not feel condemned for feeling that way or for saying it out loud. Um, because if you're not walking in this way, if you're not in our shoes, you have no right to judge how we feel and what we're going through. Uh, so I just wanted to encourage you with that today as April is Autism Awareness Month. That no matter where you are on your autism journey with your child, um, and you're going to go through phases. I'm in a different phase. She's now an adult. And there are certain things that I have to allow her to experience, even though I know that in five minutes, she's not going to get the lesson and we're going to go through this again. Like, you know, perfect example, you got hit by a car with your head down in the cell phone. So she goes with me to my follow-up appointment for my own injuries, right? I'm dealing with these knees. She gets out of the car and her head down in the phone. And I'm like, Huggin, that's how you, you just admitted you were in the phone when you got hit. But this is different, she said, because it's a parking lot. <laughs> it's, it's not the street, mommy. 
Okay, pumpkin. So even though I know we may have to go through the same lesson several times before she gets it, if she gets it, that's just the nature of the season that I'm in with my child on the spectrum. So you will have hills, valleys, you will have ups, downs, you will have moments of breakthrough, you will have moments where all you can do is cry, you're going to have all of that. Um, But at the end of the day, just know that it is going to turn out the way it's supposed to and everything is going to be fine. You're going to find your way and what you need to do and so will your son or daughter. Um, And I just wanted to, to, to speak that for whatever mom I'm talking to today. Uh, and know that I'm always here. You can always hit me up. You know what to do. KDT at InMyShoesToday.com or DM me on our on any of our social media uh, outlets. And I am more than willing to be that village for you. If you're someplace, you know, one woman commented um, on one of the stories we did at work that, you know, where they lived, they didn't have a lot of family. And so she didn't have a lot of people that she could rely on and talk to. And if that's you today, if you are living somewhere where you don't have a lot of family around or maybe they just don't get it and you need a village, I am more than willing to be that village. I am more than willing to be that village because I know that it can be isolating. Even when you have a support system, sometimes you just feel like they don't understand what you're going through. But I do. Even though your journey may be a little different, we're on the same road um, and I am more than willing um, to be a place where you can vent. Sometimes, right, you just need to vent. Um, And other times you may need some advice or you may be looking for uh, some way to get assistance and you don't know where to turn. I am more than willing to help with all of that, Uh, because why should you have to struggle for the information if I already got it? (laughs) Uh, So um, I hope for all of you who are embracing this walk as the mom of a child on the spectrum, whether it's a new diagnosis or whether they're like my baby girl and they are full fledged adults as far as the law is concerned. Um, happy Autism Awareness Month, because the more awareness we bring, the better. Um, so that's all I wanted to talk about for today. Um, I'll send you guys, I'll put some more photos on social media of some of my snazzy tennis shoes, uh, as I've been wearing them to church and everything, y'all. So um, I'm excited about that, even though it's not for the reasons that I would have liked, because I miss my heels sometimes. Um, at least I'm able to put them on and walk. So I'm grateful for that. Um, So that's all the time we have for today. I just wanted to encourage some mom as we celebrate Autism Awareness Month um, and the fact that more women and people of color are beginning to talk about it uh, because I think that's important for us to do too. So I hope that this was helpful to someone. And if you know a person that might be able to benefit, feel free to have them listen to this podcast. And if you're new around here, you can go in and listen to some of our episodes. We're going to do a few more before we take a break for the summer. Um, I will probably go through May, at least for me to celebrate my birthday with y'all. My birthday's in May and it's a big milestone birthday for me this year. So I'll be reflecting on that in a few weeks as well, along as uh, along with a few guests along the way. Uh, so I am just glad that you're on this journey with me and that you allow me a few minutes um, to talk to you when we drop these episodes. So thank you so much for listening. And again, if you have anything you want to hear us talk about, you know what to do. You can hit me up at KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. Again, that is KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. Always happy to hear from you guys. And until our next episode. Be blessed.